Hey, listen up, idiots. This is your spoiler warning. Also, you might get offended. So warning for that, too, you idiots. Hello, my name is Kyle. And my name is Ryan. And when our powers combine, we form... Experience Grind Podcast. The only podcast that comes in you, kicks your ass at the same time. I didn't mean Ooh. to say comes in you. I Yeah, I was wondering where you were going with that one. I was going to say comes at you fast. <laughs> uh, that comes in you weekly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're coming in you right now, listeners, so <laughs> fucking get ready. Look out, it's too late. We're in. <laughs> you're, you're either getting <laughs> pregnant or you're getting AIDS, and I ain't telling you who's oh, got one. <laughs> I mean, hopefully neither of us have AIDS, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I know you've had some. <laughs> I, how do you test for AIDS? You, you have to pee in a cup. I'll pee uh, in a cup. I mean, I think you just bang random dudes. That's how then... you get AIDS. I'm saying, no. how do you test for AIDS? Yeah, that's how you test. You oh. bang random dudes in the butthole, and then when they call you and say you got it, they've got AIDS, then you're like, well, I guess I got it too. Oh, is that how it is? I think that's how okay. it's done. All right. Okay, so I will start doing this then. Historically, that's yeah, how it's performed. Sure. I'm sure there's been some advancement in modern medicine. Man, for real, like that's how they used to claim that you would cure venereal diseases, is that you would have sex with a virgin. So like if you had the clap, like in like eighteen fifties London horrible. You would have sex with like a virginal young lady because that would cure you. But really oh. <laughs> I mean, really, that's that's a fucking legit thing. Like that That's, that shit always makes me think like when you go like what idiots right like how the fuck could they think that and then i think what are the people gonna say a thousand years from now about us oh yeah what are oh, we yeah. doing now we're like, just like what fucking idiots like why are they not doing this differently like the doctor that was like hey maybe you know we should wash our hands after we touch these people and all the other doctors are like you fucking retard <laughs> they literally laughed this guy out of his practice and he died penniless Boom. and ashamed look at this guy Ugh, mr cleanly hands <laughs> yeah, that was for real like he died penniless and like not a doctor because they revoked all his shit because he was like yeah maybe we should wash our hands and they're like you fucking retard <laughs> No, no. Yeah. That'll never work. No. Get out of here. So yeah, that's uh that's a true history fact too. Oh. Both those there you go, people. That's two true history Shit. facts you got within the first mm-hmm. two minutes of this fucking show. Yeah, now another bullet point you can under add under the uh great things experience grind does for you. Yeah. Uh, we teach you. Yeah, we will. We give you a little bit of life lessons here. For like uh, a good month when I was streaming back in the day, I would do a uh, random, I call them drug facts, where I just tell true facts oh, about shit. drugs. Was this during uh, September? No, it wasn't. It might have been around, well, no, because it was during Destiny 1, but like oh. the tail end of Destiny 1. Okay. But I was playing a lot of uh, multiplayer. But I remember doing, drug facts, I was doing those. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, People need to know. I think it started because I was talking about why I didn't smoke weed anymore, and that's because it stays in you for like 30 days. Yep. Then I was like, but I would totally do cocaine, because that's only 72-hour half-life in your body. Drug facts. This, alright, yeah, alright, I'm not gonna get political. This, or no, I am, fuck it. This is the issue with not legalizing marijuana. Yeah. Because that logic exists out <laughs> oh, yeah. there. It totally does. <laughs> Man, I, I like to smoke weed. But it's going to be there for 30 days. But this but meth is out. Oh, fuck. This meth Good is Lord. out of my body in Indiana, 24 hours. The meth capital of the world. Yeah. All yeah. you have to do, walk down the block to your nearest trailer park. Meth and heroin. 
are ravaging this state. Oh, for sure. For sure. Getting more political. Can't wait for MethCon. And then our fantastic governor, who is now vice president of the United States, shut down needle exchange programs. And we had the biggest HIV outbreak in history in this fucking state, in the lower half of this state. I believe the lower half. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's because they're so close to Kentucky, you know? <laughs> Those fucking Kentuckians. They got Hep C going over there. Is that true? Yeah. I, I shared a post in the uh, the Nation page that was, <laughs> Indiana doctors are warning you to get a Hep C vaccine before Ugh. you visit Kentucky. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess Hep C is Oof. rampant in Kentucky. What are you fucking people doing down there? <laughs> I can't wait for the Purdue view of that story. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us that, Purdue. What's going is... on with you fuckers and Hep C? Is Honey Boo Boo and her family from Kentucky? I believe they're West Virginia, Arkansas, or Alabama. Okay, that makes sense. One of those three. I those those three states sound like they're pretty trashy. Yeah. I agree with those. <laughs> it's one of those, you know, fuck, we're in Indiana, but goddamn, at least we're not West Virginia. It's true. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot worse. Oh, yeah, it could be. Um, the shit rolls downhill to Alabama, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I think Louisiana and Mississippi, both states are always like, well, at least I'm not in state. the other one. Mm-hmm. At least I'm not yep. in this one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I don't care about any of it. All states <sighs> suck. I've I think been so. to a lot of them. You're all part of America. And guess what? America's a shithole. Not only America. Here's the thing the fucking world sucks. It's oh, true. Uh, I don't like the current <laughs> political climate. I'm going to go to a country. Yeah, guess what? That country fucking sucks, too. You know why? Because it exists in current year, and current year blows, people. Nothing's fucking good anymore. I I think you have your facts wrong. I was recently on the internet, oh, and yeah? I saw pictures of North Korea, and it looks pretty good. Like, lot, really clean. They got a lot of stuff really on clean. that there internet. <laughs> that, that one store I saw, fantastic yeah. looking. Great. Man. Uh, Produce so, for days. I don't know if they still will, but, like... Not under who we're under Kim Jong Il. We're under Un now. Il is dead. Un's a son. I guess during Il's reign, I don't know if it's still a thing with Un, but there there are only like sixteen haircuts men in Korea are like government allowed to have. Oh, really? And there's like pictures in the barber shop of like (laughs) you can only have one of these sixteen. You have the number you order like you do at a fast food restaurant. Can I have a number five, please? (laughs) It's great. I guess, I no, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nobody in North Korea sends that shipper. No. Can I have a number five, please? I think you do have to send that shipper or the state comes to get you. Oh, is that right? You have to <laughs> put on a show and dance? Yeah. Ugh. It, that's the oh, worst. It's a prison state. Good it Lord. Is. It's sad. Really sad. Speaking of prison state, I do have one of my openings. Te- both of them are actually prison related. Holy shit. All right. But uh, my first one. Great Ryan, segment. like two weeks ago, you got robbed, man. Oh, I did. Tell yeah. me about this shit. What's going on with that now? Well, um... I guess set it up. How all right, you get yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't just say the ending of it, no, should I? Yeah. No, that's, get... that's how you tell stories. Just that's... say what nope. happens and then explain why it happened. Yeah, don't Tarantino let <laughs> you fuck. Give us Chapter a coherent five. story. Uh, the tell of Barbara's fart. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that was great. I watched that movie. <laughs> I totally watched that movie. Good Lord, that was the worst improv. I should never, ever do it. 
Um, so I went to Jiffy Lube to oh, get my oil change. Call him out. Fuck you, Jiffy Lube. You're worse than United Airlines. I will Airlines. call him out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I went to Jiffy Lube to get my oil change. I ha- actually, that week, I had um, an oil change scheduled for my regular place, which is TNC Wheel Center on 3rd by the Movies. Okay. Um, and they're great. I love them. They handle my car. They don't try to rip you out of money. Like, super great. They get you in and the out tire quick. And wheel Center? Yeah, that place they do awesome. oil changes. Yeah, they do great they service. Love them. Um, they're great, and they're probably the most affordable. But I think I was recording an episode that night, so yeah. I had time to kill, and I went to the movies to go see Game Night because I really or no, it was a Quiet Place. That's what it was. I wanted to see a Quiet Place because you had just seen it, and you're like, it's great. It's I'm not I'm not gonna say anything, but you should see it. You need to see this. So I, I had about two and a half hours to kill. I was like, I'm going to go see A Quiet Place. Go to the movie theaters. Uh, I checked Google. It said a certain time was playing. I went to the movie theaters and like, we don't have a showing at that time for this movie. I was like, well, I pulled out, and I pulled out my phone. I was like, it says right here, you know, 4.15 or whatever. And they're like, well, I don't know. This little 15-year-old, it's probably his first job. And I wasn't going to give him too much grief. And I was like, all right, fine. I get it. He was like, do you want to see any other movie? I was like, what's playing now? He was like, Sherlock Gnomes. I was like, no, no. I came for a quiet place. You get Sherlock Gnomes. I almost. By the way, that's when I about lost my timber. I didn't even know that was a movie that was out. Oh, have you have you seen a trailer for it? I've seen a still. No, you need to see a trailer. It's Johnny Depp is voicing the main character, and the prominent joke in the trailer is like a gnome wearing like a a g string, and like. I don't remember what he's. I think there's farts in a hot tub at some point in this trailer. This it's just worse the than worst. A Minions movie. It's it seemed like a Minions movie, but with lawn gnomes instead. Oh, and Johnny Depp is the lead character in this fucking movie. So I was like, I got incensed at that point, and I was like, fuck no, I will not watch Sherlock gnomes. I am better than this garbage. You know, like the pretentious ass that I am. You are. Uh, I flipped off the both birds, and then I walked out backwards. I kicked it with my foot like no, a total be badass. back in like a half hour. Nah, I totally just left. Yeah, you like left uh, with your tail between your exactly. legs. Exactly. I didn't say shit. I was like, okay. Okay, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for taking time. Okay. So I then I was like, well, now I've got two hours. I can get food, but that's not going to be like enough time to kill. What can I do in Bloomington? Ah, fuck it. Let's just get my oil changed. Like, let's just take care of this, and I won't do it Thursday. So I drove to Jiffy Lube. And what I always, always do is make sure I take my shit out of the glove box because I've always seen those signs that say, like, personal property lost while cars attended is not our business. We are not liable for anything. Essentially, you know, if we steal from you, tough shit. I mean, that's what that is. That's the big loophole. It is. I mean, if you get stolen from, it's your own fault, retard. We it is. You. It is. And I had my tablet because I was going to read during the movie <laughs> or, or right before the movie, like during the trailers, because I mm. at this point, like I see trailers before they come on the movie theaters. That doesn't excite me anymore. It just it's a time filler. So I was going to read a comic. So I took that. That was my priority. And then I took one of my wallets. I have two in my car. One in the glove box for cash and extra cards, and then one that's like sleek and I can carry on me. You are the most pretentious man on the planet. You have (laughs) two wallets. I would say it's more OCD than pretentious. Like, uh, there's kids in Africa that would die to have even one one wallet, wallet, Ryan. And you've got two? 
Man, I saw Black Panther. They're hoarding <laughs> shit in vibranium that they ain't sharing with us. I've seen a Black Panther. I'm woke, you. <laughs> I'm woke. You can't put that shit on me, dog. Did you not hear my review, Black Panther? It was nine out of ten wokes. Yeah, that's that's Man, how why woke didn't we it use was. The rating system for that movie because it would have probably been super offensive at the time. Ah, uh, maybe. Does anybody even care about anything? I Who don't you, know. Man? I don't know. I don't know. People only care about what the internet tells them to be mad about. <laughs> That's really it. It's true. It's true. But I, I left my second wallet with spare... I know. I hate saying it, but it's true. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> you left your second wallet. Yeah. Okay. And, and there was about... Like I said, it was like my Kroger card, like my scuba license, like things I'm never, ever going to use mm-hmm. because... Kroger is pretentious. I don't like Kroger. Oh, but, uh, but not the scuba license, the Kroger card. That's the pretentious in that statement. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Please continue. So I left that in there with all my cards. Uh, none of the important vital ones. And then about 65 to $72 of cash. I, I, there were three 20s, a five, and some ones. I don't know the exact amount. And uh, I checked it right before because I wanted to see uh, what extra cash I had because I was going to get dinner afterwards and use my personal allowance money. And I checked to make sure I had money to buy food afterwards, and I did. And I forgot to take it out. So when I get my car, I drive in it. Oh, thank you. Great oil chains. Great. The guy behind the counter was like super nice. And like we had a great talk back and forth. But uh, I start driving, get to the place where I'm getting my food, check in the glove box, get my wallet, no money. And this was maybe like five minutes had passed, uh, but I was right at closing for the day. So I, I called real quick and I was like, hey, uh, you know, I know it's probably my fault because you're signs. I know this rule, but uh, all my money's gone. Like I had a wallet in here. I had about $65 to $72 in it. It's all gone. Uh, they didn't touch anything else, which later I learned they took... Uh, I have a, a fingernail clipper. I have fingernail clippers in my glove box, too, uh, just in case I get hangnails sure. while I'm driving or whatever. They took my hang- my fingernail clippers. That's just fucking gross. Right? It's weird. Who, I, like, why the fuck do you need fingernail clippers this bad? But, uh... They took that, and then they took some change from my glove box. Like, again, it's like you're taking all my cash. You really need, like, some quarters. Like, I didn't have much. It was, like, 70 cents at most. But they took that, too. And I was like, all right, whatever, man. But uh, I reported, and they were like, well, we're closing up. Can't do much today. Uh, I will check tomorrow. First thing in the morning, we'll go through the footage, see what's up. I'll give you a call. They go through the footage the next day. They can't see anything, no shit, because their cameras aren't positioned in the right way. And, and in fairness, my windows are a little bit more tinted than some, so they're kind of dark, probably hard to see through. They couldn't see anything, so I was like, that's fine, but at this point, I'm calling the police, I'm going to file a police report, and I'm going to call corporate and just let them know. Um, <clears throat> nothing, nothing is you guys, but if you have an employee that's stealing get on the record so at least maybe like they can prove it happens when this person's on a shift and they can kind of narrow down who it was for somebody in the future to help out like i don't expect my money back whatever and i kept saying that to try to not be like that rude dick customer because that's one how you never get your fucking money back is being a rude dick customer um as somebody who works 
or has worked in the customer service industry, that gets you nowhere. But um, so I thought that was it. I filed the police report, all this. Uh, and I got a call back from the police and we were kind of going through all the uh, information. I told them what happened. And I happened to remember something. Uh-oh. Yes. And this is where it turned. A um, twist. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and I want all credit for this because it was me. I think I Sherlock gnomed the <laughs> shit out of this. <laughs> all right. All uh, right. Yeah. But, but uh, they were working on my car. I was the last person that day. Again, like five minutes before they were closing. And so my car was do- or being worked on. And before my car was finished... Another employee came out and was talking to the guy that was helping me. And I didn't see this guy's face, but I heard everything he was saying. And I'm like an elephant. I'll remember fucking anything, especially if it's like weird to me. And this guy was like, hey, man, uh, so my uh, my stepdaughter, you know, she's pregnant. And uh, the guy was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, like, you know, she's about to burst. Like, she, you know, like, in, in two days, she's going to give birth, so I got to go. And I was like, before anything, I was like, why the fuck do you have to leave your job today for your stepdaughter who is going to give birth in two days? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, the story would be, my stepdaughter is giving birth right now. I need to go. It's an emergency in two days doesn't mean anything and also like you're leaving literally five minutes before the shop closes like i'm sure there's some cleanup but why are you leaving so quickly almost as if you fucking took something and you want to get out of there before the customer goes into his car realizes looks and goes back in to talk to somebody about this so I told this to the cop and I was like, yeah, um, this might be nothing. It might be all conjecture on my part. Sure. But this happened. Listen here, copper. Let me bring the <laughs> fucking case wide open for you. That's exactly it. No, I did not do that. I, again, tell between my legs, sir, uh, I think it was this. <laughs> um, sir, honestly, if I was going to be truthful at this point because you are an officer of the law, I might have some information that is pertinent to your case. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's that's the best impression. That's how you talk. <laughs> it is. It every is. second of every day. It's, yeah, I try really hard. Uh, Carlton Banks was my role model growing up. Uh, just, he was so bright about everything. And that Fresh Prince was always trying to get him some crooked trouble. Man. Didn't trust him. Mm-mm. Not as far as you could throw him. <sighs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. I throw him I Big Willie style. Okay, I see what I you're doing. I throw him into the next millennium. <laughs> Put him into the wild wild west. <laughs> why? Why do you think that you're bad at improv, and then you drop fucking gold three out of three times? <laughs> How can you think that? I appreciate it. I Did appreciate you, it. Please <laughs> conclude this case. I'm curious. Right, me so, because I actually don't know the outcome either. I don't think I told you. Um, so I told the cop, and essentially the cop uh, went to go talk to the manager who was there on a certain day. They looked through the footage, talked with each other and i think they both kind of conferred it's probably this guy um judging from what the manager was saying which was he's a new hire he's the least trusted um he's had some shit in the past apparently like he was one of those hires and this you know it's probably him but we can't prove anything yet and the cop knew this and the cop was like um well we have this tactic here right like 
what what we can do is um, we can scan and dust the uh, wallet for fingerprints, get those. I don't know if it's scanning and dusting. It might be like a new process or whatever, but they can get fingerprints off the wallet and they can see who's touched it that isn't Ryan. And, um, you know, it's very expensive. Ryan has to pursue that. He'd have to pay for that. But if you talk to your employees, they won't know that. So you can just say, we're going to go have it fingerprinted and dusted and say that's an option and don't ever talk about the money or anything or that's on his part to pursue and you can kind of get them out that way and sure enough that friday like three days afterwards they had a um staff meeting in the morning and they they kind of said this and there were no takers yet and the the manager kept kind of pushing and he was like you do it right now there's not going to be any issues if not, we are going to fingerprint this. We're going to find out who did it. And there will be reper- <clears throat> there will be repercussions later. And then police reports can be filed against you and this stuff. Um, if you come forward now, none of this has to go to the police and we'll just resolve it. Um, sure enough, somebody stepped forward, uh, gave the money back. They still had it. So this is the- Laura and I kind of had like a debate back and forth. She was like, do you feel bad about like this person getting in trouble um, and I was like, well, well, no, because they fucking stole from me. So I don't feel bad. And she was like, well, what if they really needed it? What if they are desperate? And I was like, one, it's not necessarily charity because they're taking from me. But like, I think this proves they didn't really need that money if they still had it like three days later. If it was really desperate, they would have used it. So I, I and that was it. I got the call from the manager. The guy stepped forward. He got fired. Whatever. I don't feel bad about that. I exactly. You can't have that. Like as as no, fuck no. as a manager, fuck, you don't you can't trust that employee any longer. Fuck this man, dude stole from you. Like, right? He didn't steal because he needed it. It was a fucking easy take. That's what it, it was, was. Right there, out in the yeah. fucking open. Homeboy was tempted. Yep. He fucking took it. He did. That's all it was, man. He did. Fuck you, you scumbag piece of shit. Yeah. That's all it is. And I uh, I got to go to the... This is uh, awesome, by the way. I didn't know this yeah. included this well. This so I, I went to the manager's office that day, got the money back, and then we went through the videos, and apparently what this guy did was he uh, popped the clutch in, rolled the car back to where the cameras couldn't record, and God did it damn. there for like one minute, like real quick, and then came back into frame. So like he knew where the cameras were. I was like, man, that organized, like, fuck that, he's out, like, whatever. Like, you don't get a second chance. Like, Dude, this is awesome. I'm so, so like, I, I got vindicated. Yeah. yeah, I got vindicated. I got my money back. I got it, a person fired. You fucking cracked this case. I fucking this is did. To me. And I feel Laura's told the story, and I, she's not giving me the credit, man. No, she's I not. cracked this yeah. shit. Like, I pointed that motherfucker I'm out. You fucking <laughs> were like, it was this guy. Something wasn't right to me. That's awesome. Yeah, I felt very proud of that. That's fucking great, man. <laughs> Hooray! I'm going yeah. to. Yeah. Give you a fucking you, applause. You. That's uh, fucking uh, awesome. And I'm is this, is bowing or curt 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 curtsy? I don't know. It's no a curtsy's where you. Oh. oh okay. I'm sorry. Let me curtsy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking awesome, man. I'm actually very stoked that yeah. you that actually came back positive for you because you were fucking hot when you came to my house that day. I was super hot because we still record the podcast. Yeah. I, I forget. Know. I don't think we even talked about it then. No. Because right, we got really yeah. drunk. Yeah, that mm, that happens. About it. Yeah, that's kind of a thing we do. It is. We sober up as we get through the episode. That's why our ratings are the most important thing we say, and you yeah. can absolutely trust them because that's our most sober. Yeah, the final true. ten minutes of the podcast. That's true. Um, <laughs> well, damn, it's kind of sad that uh, you got your shit back because now I can't beg people for money. Oh, damn! To I make mean, up for it. Even though my hunch was terrific, it didn't quite come through. They didn't catch the guy. 
No, I've, I've got they no did, money. But you still have that emotional damage. And I tell you, the only thing that can help that right now, listeners, <laughs> is your money. So please, oof, yeah. give us your money either in Patreon donations or buy a t-shirt and make Ryan feel whole again. I like it. Yeah. Or feel Ryan's whole again. Speaking of feeling Ryan's whole. Oh, shit. I have my second thing. I love it. I want to drop a name to you. Okay. And this is the one I was curious if you're up on current events or not. A little bit. Allison Mack. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's talk about this fucking Chloe thing. from Smallville? I guess so. I never watched Smallville. Oh, I did. This chick's hot, by the way. I would... Uh... Yeah, everybody... Uh, Lana... Uh, Kristen Kruick was like the main crush. I'm like, fuck, you're wrong. It's the friend. It's Chloe over here. Yeah, she's, Mack, she's pretty fucking smoking. She's banging. Here's the thing. So she ran like a sex cult with this dude. Like, yeah, she was fucking banging chicks. And this dude was also it's like banging the X I V L X or something. something it's just some letters. Speaking of letters. <clears throat> so they would brand their fucking initials on women's private parts. You didn't know about this part of it? I didn't read a lot of it, no. They both had their own unique brand symbol that was similar, but hers was the AM and his was... The, uh, the, other, the dude's name is Keith Ranier. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a KR or an AM, and they would brand it above or around the women's genitals that they had as right. sex slaves. I feel like I need a diagram real quick. You say the genitals. So this is not like the skin, but like in... No, no. It's, right, it's where it's at? Like, it's like so around their vagina. Okay, so like where the hair would be and stuff. Yeah, right? or maybe just... like above on like the okay. lower stomach. Sure. I don't like... I've seen... They the... didn't like spread it open and tattoo inside. I'm like, her. I've seen the pictures of the brands, <laughs> but I'm not seeing like... It's, it's, it's the Black Panther thing. That yeah. He's like, I'm from Wakanda, and they spread it open. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. I'm from a sex cult. It's, it's like, really sad. It's like super zoomed in. You can't tell where on the body it is, and like all the descriptions just say. Oh no shit! So there area. are pictures of it though. Yeah. And oh like, man. These are brands, and they they look sort of infected. It's almost like yeah. When uh Bam got that dick tattoo on his butt, and uh, like, sorry, dick tattoos. Yeah, many, dick tattoos. <laughs> many tattoos. Uh, but it, they they look similar to that. It's dude. Oof. It's fucking wild. This was happening in like. Hollywood. Actually, I think they're Canadian. I think yeah. it was more of a Canadian, Canada, yes. thing. Yeah, I think so. But she was tied to Hollywood. She tried to get fucking Emma Watson in this thing. Oof. Yeah, like she was like, Oof. "Hey, Emma, I've got this super big thing that's empowering to women. We should talk about it sometime." Like what the <laughs> fuck? She like tweeted her this in public. Oh man! So, oh shit! I've not gone this deep into it. I'm I I, I kind of know surface level because Smallville and like the, of course this makes the news. I'm got like three Ugh. things interesting to me. It's got All right, a hot chick. Yep. It's got sex cult. Yep. And it's got a creepy dude running a sex cult. You? I is wish. Are you pointing to? I, I would totally <laughs> run a sex cult. Well, hopefully smarter than how this one was ran. I I don't know, man. Wait, all right, all right. So maybe this is a stupid, naive question from a stupid, naive person. What does a sex cult do? Well, I, I mean, obviously sex is involved, but yeah. are they just whoring these people out yeah, like to they, people they, pay like, money? No, I think it was all for him and her and some of the other higher level cult members. But okay. I guess this dude was the leader and she was very, very, she was like his right hand woman. Okay. Essentially. And Man. they would like dupe people in, and then it's it's basically kidnapping, and then like sex slavery. Like, oh shit, you're fucking one of us, mm. whenever we want. And I mean, it's it's pretty awful. 
But I guess people got freed. Uh, but they still have brands on their bodies. Good lord. But Man. I'm saying, uh, I mean, I just don't. No, ma- I, no matter how hard life gets sometimes, I don't know why somebody would think a cult's a good idea. It never turns out well. Well, here's the other it thing. It never it's turns not, out well. It wasn't, it was only a cult to the people that were high level. Like, I guess for the most part, it was a... Mostly slavery? No, it was like a mid-level marketing scheme. Like Amway oh. and shit like that, that was like... That was the front for it. And then it was all the deeper behind the scenes shit that was the sex slavery shit. No shit. That was like they I guess so they would present it as like this thing and then if he or her saw somebody oh. that they liked, then they're like Oh okay. well, we've got this upper Scientology type level shit. They wouldn't say it like that, but mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, hey, you're you're really good at this, you know, you could do some great things. You should come to this retreat we're having. And you would get better at sales or whatever. And then, yeah. And then you would just get captured and branded. And you're done. Ugh. I guess. Ugh, that's insidious as shit. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. Ugh. Sex slavery rings. I mean... I guess I'm, I'm most surprised that Brian Singer never got busted That's for what his. I was going to say. He's like, this is ridiculous, but we also have Scientology, Brian Singer, and all this shit going on, too. So it's like, I don't know. Hollywood just seems like a big old sleaze hole. It's like, a shit ball. Uh, <laughs> uh. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, can you really put that much fucking status in, like, Speak Up and Me Too when it's all these other fucking Hollywood people that are like, no, this is bad. It's like, yeah, but really, what the fuck are you doing, too, that we just don't know about yet? You fucking scumbag? That's true. I mean, true. Jim Carrey's going insane now. He is... But I, I like I love it. it. Yeah, I'm really... Because it's, it's very... It's sad to say, but I'm really enjoying no, it. He's it. super entertaining. It's also super fucking nihilistic, and I love that. Did you uh, did you see that documentary oh, yeah. on Netflix? The, the documentary? Did you see his Man interview at, like, the fucking... Fuck uh, yeah. Some the, fashion awards show? That was the best thing I'd ever seen. I was like, is. yes, this is it exactly. None of this matters. We're all fucking worthless. Everything he was preaching, I'm like, yeah, he, I'm, he's got a point. Yeah, it's he's amazing. got a point. <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. It is. Highly recommend. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey interviews from 2017 on. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he's gone off great. the deep end. It's fucking amazing. That's what our episode's going to be about tonight. Just yeah. Jim Carrey <laughs> interviews. <laughs> I wish we should do that. That should be the fucking Patreon. Oh, the drunk cast. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's just talk about Jim Carrey interviews. I am so down. That would be fucking great. I, I love them. Um, I'm so glad you've watched this shit, too, yeah. and Paul. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Shit, man. I had another thing I was just going to talk about, and I lost it, so it doesn't uh, matter. We're talking about Hollywood being fucked up. It was, and I can't remember uh, for the reasoning or anything of that in the discourse. So... The same. Shame. With also that, shame. Uh, let's, let's get into talking about what we're going to talk about this week, buddy. Yeah. What Excuse is... Me. What is that which we are talking about it? Well, I think... <laughs> no, this isn't the oldest game we've talked about. No. no, no. But it's pretty fucking old. It's an older one. I think this is 1997? I said exactly. Is it 97? 97. We're going to be talking about Super Mario 64. Say so you could call it a retro video game. Yeah, the reasoning. <laughs> the whole reason we're pl- fucking... Playing this game is because... I love it. You and I are both members of this (laughs) pretty fucking cool uh, Facebook group, which is the Retro Video Game of the Month Club. It's like a book 
club. Exactly. Yeah. Is that what they call them? Book club? I guess so. I, I mean, I, are you doing a bit, or no, do you I'm not, not know trying, that they really are called book think. clubs? Is it? That's what it's just. They're like, called book clubs, dude. That's it. Okay. That, no. Well, I, I was like, you're is it book club? It. Is it book night? Is, oh no, it's yeah, book club. Okay, yeah, it it's book totally club. book club. But yeah, so I'm reading some some Alex Cross and book club. <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> I do not care Alex for the Cross. Tyler Perry movie, though. No. no. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was Oscar in the office when he's talking about, <laughs> I am a gay man who has sex with other men and the finer things club is the gayest thing I've ever done in my life. It's a fantastic yeah. quote. I love it. I, I love, love Oscar. It. I love Oscar. Too. Oscar's great. Uh, but no, it's, it's the retro video game of the month club. Yes. Uh, joined by, or I, I guess created by our good friend, mm-hmm. Stephen Michael from Facebook. Yeah. Set this up. He runs the whole thing. Kind of invited everybody out of the blue. I think he just this. I think it was after started. Arcade Expo. Yeah, but because I, I, I talked to him in depth about it at Arcade Expo. Had it been going on before that? Or yeah, a, it had. Okay. And he was he was talking about it because it was right at it was like March third. He was like, "Yeah, we just started like Mega Man 4. And I was like, "I fuck you, I'm in." Yeah, I'm to take my money. That's yeah, what I'm going to join. Mega Man 4. And so after Arcade Expo, he sent invites to everybody. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. This is great. It's really cool because um, there's a bunch of us and everybody's playing the same game mm-hmm. and just kind of experiencing it together. Mm-hmm. really like that aspect. Um, I do have my complaints. About the club? Oh, shit. Yeah, you do. I know you do. I think it's bullshit <laughs> that you can vote as many times for as many games as you want. Should be one word, one vote. I think it's fine. I know you do, and I'm sure I'm. I voted for multiple games. I'm I just love an it. Asshole. I will. That's <laughs> that's my subtle like, uh, I guess resistance is that I only vote for one. I think you wouldn't be so hot if Super Star Wars did not win for next nah, month. No, because the, there were multiple <laughs> categories for Super Mario too. Ah, uh, sure. Because I think Lost Vikings was in that grouping. It was, yeah. And I, I was cool. I think I actually voted for Lost Vikings because I haven't played that in a long 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 time i haven't either but i also did not know how much it cost and yeah. i did not want to track it down and i was lazy so i went with the lazy vote. <coughs> yeah especially for those old <laughs> super nintendos man 64s are hard to emulate good Dude, fuck yeah they are Awful. anything from that generation on because psx is really hard too because of the cutscenes. yeah it's fucking fmvs awful. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a really cool idea. I'm mm-hmm. really stoked about it. Even though uh, I'm not, I'm really I don't care about next month's game, which is Super Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I might I might emulate it and play it just to stay with everybody. I'm I have it for PS4. It came with my uh, Battlefront edition. Okay, weird. First, it came with Battlefront, and then like four random Star Wars games from old Super Star Wars. Uh. Jedi Starfighter, okay. that, that that Django Fett bounty hunter game. That game's pretty good. Actually. And then um, not the 64 Pod Racer, but like the PlayStation 2 version of Pod Racer. Not great. No, it's it's nowhere near as good as the 64 one. Yeah. Nobody cares but it came with those and I was like, well, I've got it. All right. Well, so I'll try it out. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so for this month, which is... April, uh, we've been. It is. Everybody's been playing through Super Mario 64. I fucking said it like that was like the first thing I got. It is April. Oh my I, god, I got that. Do I get a star? Uh, <laughs> I know our good friend Ben Caruth, 120 mm. started. Fucking really quickly. Yeah. 
I saw that motherfucker on a Saturday start that game. And then like six hours later, he's like, uh, oh, 120 stars. I'm, how the fuck are you doing this? Here's the thing. It pisses me off because I've always wanted to 120 star that game. And I can't. I cannot do it. And I fucking hate you, Ben. You son of a bitch. You can't do it because you literally can't, or you give up because some of that shit is That's it. I mean, I, I give up, and I'm like, <laughs> and this is the guy that likes hard, challenging shit, and maybe I'll do it on this file. I'm not going to do mm-hmm. it before mm-hmm. April's ended, but I've always wanted to. When, just, when some of those stars are getting 100 coins in a level, and you have some of those later levels... Yeah. I know, dude. Fuck that. I know, dude. I That's couldn't what do it. Me. It drives me nuts. That, that Ben did it? That's fucking crazy. I hate that all of my gaming friends are so much more talented than I am at games. <laughs> because him and Micah both. And fucking Sean, too. Yeah, Sean can be okay. Uh, he's always pretty good. He's always pretty good. Play Rainbow Six Siege uh, with oh, the guy. Oh, shit. Zing! Shots fired. I love playing Siege with fucking Sean, though, man. Because, uh... Usually he plays with us when he's really drunk and out of it. <laughs> this is true. This he is dies true. so fast. <laughs> <laughs> he's always like, what the fuck was that? Dude. I'm like, well, I mean, I, I even saw that dude. And I'm on the other side of the map, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Friday before we got into Gang Beast, that big thing later at night. Yeah. Sean and I played like four or five games of Smite. And we fucking wrecked it. Really? Every single game we crushed. Awesome. We crushed. And it wasn't just because like one of us was carrying it. Like Sean fucking kept up. He did great. He, like he carried me some games. Nice. So I, I, I'll give him credit because he's very new to that game. The thing I don't know his Rainbow Six side, so I can't say anything. Like, I don't know. Playing shit with Micah, goddamn that dude adapts fast. He's so good. And that's why it sucks. I think he uh, outpaced me in Overwatch within the span of a few days. Dude, he came and was <laughs> fucking beating everybody at Lethal League on yeah. our charity stream. Oh, shit. That's right. And yeah. I played like a good chunk of that uh, with Casey and Andy before. I think when he showed up, I was playing Super Meat Boy and I was fucking dying on a boss. And I think he, I I might be misremembering this because, you know, bunch of alcohol that day. But I think he walked in and he was like, give me that. And just took the controller and like aced it. No, he he died uh, enough. Like you had a bet with him, and he he oh, far went, <laughs> he far surpassed the bet limit. But he he did a bit, he he stayed at it, and he did conquer. He did so. Mm. Kudos to you, Micah. You son of a bitch. So good, so good. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get into uh, Super Mario sixty four here. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess first of all, you had this game at launch, correct? Yeah, uh, for the 64. Uh, you're in that age group. I was too. Yes, yeah. This was my big thing. Um, Cause you got it at Christmas. I did. Like, I, yeah. dude, I was such a little shithole. I imagine for 95 to 97. As soon as this motherfucker was announced, like all I did was draw pictures of the Nintendo 64. That goddamn 3DN logo. I, I, I got so good at doing it because that's all I would fucking do. I got so. I drew the picture for the cover of Goldeneye. I got good at drawing Pierce Bronson's Bronson's face. Yeah. Just because of that fucking cover, and that's all I would do. Like I was so into the '64 for some reason. I was very into it too. Like I like, never fucking played it. I didn't play the demos. I didn't do anything. Just like for some reason, like it captured me. It might have been like the three-handle controller and how stupid it looked, but like to my dumb brain, I was like, 
that's the way of the future. <laughs> it's very funny because I was also very cringily hyped about the Nintendo 64. <laughs> really? Um, and it's going to be really bad here. I love it. Oh, um, I love it. I, I never cared. Like, I was a Sega kid. I got a SNES super late in its life. Me too. Uh, but I remember going to Walmart and they had Mario 64 as the demo before you could actually get a 64. And I remember yeah. playing it and being like, this thing is awesome. And I wanted it and I got it for Christmas. Uh, but here's what I remember is I know that in my seventh grade junior high yearbook, uh, they do that thing where all the kids sign a page. And underneath my signature, okay. I've drawn the N64N logo. That's amazing. And At least that. it wasn't that dumb money S shape with the no. pointy ends. No. So well, nobody whatever. else had Better. drawn anything. Really? Yeah, everybody just did their signature. I did my signature and the N64, and it says N64, and it's so fucking dumb. It would have been real cool if you drew wieners and then said bros before hoes. <laughs> Totally not offensive. I, it's good. It's not. Oh, God damn it. You're, you're doing a callback from a discussion pre-taping. Oh, my God. It's so stupid. But it's, that's but it's great, also, man. Yeah. I, oh, I man. love that you were into it because that's, that's, I was so obsessed. I There was a trip to Toys R Us. And this was about right at the age when Santa was not a thing. And I knew my parents were giving me the Christmas presents. So, like, of course, like, we're going to Toys R Us in November, uh, October. What's up? Obviously, Christmas shopping. So, I'm kind of... I see the 64. I see my mom pick up the 64 and some games. I don't see what the games are, but I see the 64. And um, being the not cool, casual kid that I am now, I was just, like, uh, very unsubtle. I was just like, I saw the 64. Is that Christmas? Is that Christmas? And she was like, no, no, not at all. That's for your dad. And it crushed me. <laughs> it fucking crushed me. I think I gave my dad shitty looks for two or three months leading up to Christmas. Just like fucking glam. Like, you motherfucker. You don't even appreciate it, you stupid old man. Like, I was like so fucking heartbroken. And like, my mom never ever addressed this again. And me being not the confrontational person that I am, I never brought it up. So I just fucking hated on my dad dude. for several months. I, I love that thing. <laughs> Fat Chunky Ryan just it was off in a corner. it was of it was Fat it Chunky was. era it yeah. absolutely was yeah, of yeah. I was. wonder why Bruce and I didn't get along for so long <laughs> because my mom's fucking critical eyes and drama. <laughs> Man, kudos to my mom and I also brought up her awesomeness earlier today. Mm, and, yeah, I love and, that story. Well, it's a similar thing. Like even after I knew Santa wasn't a thing, mm -hmm. my mom never ruined surprises. Yeah, I had no idea what I was ever getting for anything. And I, it's instilled a love of surprises in me now. Like, even with Mandy and myself, when we exchange gifts, like, very big on, like, you're not knowing what you're getting. I don't care. Yeah. And I was like, don't ever tell me until it's time. Because I, I love the surprise. And mm -hmm. I remember opening that 64 and being like, oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's like that famous meme now where the kid opens it and they slow it down. He's like, Nintendo 64. I fucking got it. And... Dude, I remember setting that fucking thing up in my bedroom, and you got Mario and Star Wars. Yeah, Shadows I got of the Empire. Mario and Wave Race. Uh, we rented Wave Race several times. I played the fuck out of Wave Race that day mm -hmm. and just loved it. Yeah. And I think there's a picture of me playing it and my sister watching me play it. 
and I'm just I'm sitting there and I've got it hooked up and man, Wave Race was fantastic. I loved that game. I, you know, of all the games Nintendo should bring, I would I would welcome a Wave Race sequel, like a one proper for GameCube. one. I never played it. Yeah. Because I I was a late adopter to the GameCube. Yeah. So by that point it was like ah pay forty dollars for this game that's been out for sixty. I don't know if I want to do that for Wave Race. I missed it. I would totally but. buy a Wave Race sequel. You know what? I missed. Yeah. You know I would. Yes, <laughs> 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 son of a bitch. It's true. If it came out for the Switch, I was like, uh, uh, I'll wait that, till it drops that, to ten dollars. Downloadable game. That's what they should do. Like a fifteen dollar like Switch Network game. Yeah, I would. I would. I would do a wave race for that. Same with F Zero. Bring that one back. God, they should do so many things with the Switch. Give me all. They're the not going to do games. anything. Give me them all. Why is there not a virtual console on the Switch? I've heard they're doing an HD update to Mario sixty four. No shit. Possibly to be released this year. On the Switch. The thing is, I just bought the Virtual Console Wii U one. Yeah. So I could play it on the little handheld. I would still buy a Switch version. Well, yeah, because it's going to be like HD'd out. It's going to be would. like super fancied. If it looks like, oh God, if it looks like Mario uh, Galaxy. Or Odyssey. Oh, it was even like the Wii one. Like, yeah. I'll even take the the Wii one that came out. I'll be happy. Yeah, if it looks like Odyssey, then fuck yeah, $60, I'll pay that. So... I don't, I'm sure and if you let me play as Warrior, Wario, like the uh, DS version, fuck yeah. I'm sure you were like me as a kid, or maybe you were, like, so you didn't have a lot of games. No. So you fucking played the shit out of the games that you did have. Absolutely. I don't know about you, but when, when I was a kid, I liked, in Mario 64, I loved the wing cap, because mm-hmm. I liked the flying, and one of my favorite things to do is I would just go into bob on Battlefield. And I would get the wing cap, and I would just fucking see how long I could fly and all the cool things sure. I could do with that. I, as a kid, I had a lot of trouble flying Mario. It, it was much easier for me this most recent playthrough. Uh, but that was always, like, real hard for me. Okay. Especially, like, that one where you look up into the ceiling, and then you have to get the... Yeah, the eight red the, coins on the cloud that. Level. It took me so many times as a kid. I hated flying. I loved Love, love, love the turtle shell riding. That's, that was also really tight. That's I what would I would do. Forever, I would go to Bob yeah. on Battlefield and just do that forever and just see like how far up the mountain I could get, jump yeah. over the boulders as they come down. I would try to uh, ride the the turtle from the start level all the way up to the mountain and not get hit by yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I did that too. I don't know if it's like some kid was like, you get an extra secret star if you do that. I don't think anybody told me. I just wanted to do it. Maybe I did that too, but like, I know I did that shit too. And board on a Saturday. I loved it, man. Let's fucking skateboard on a turtle shell. Yeah. Because it's tight. Yeah. That was like, oh, that's the golden age. This is, I don't have as much nostalgia for NES, Sega, Super Nintendo era. Like I have some games here and there. But it was it was the '64 PS1 era where you got to explore the worlds I had nostalgia for because That's me too, man. I spent so much time in any fucking game like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Like I'm in the fucking corner trying to get out of the level and see like what I can climb up on with my skateboard and everything. Like the exploration, like just hooked me. And and Mario 64, I think, was the one I spent the most time exploring. I was so into all the worlds, all of them. It, Except for a few towards the end, which okay. we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What is your? I guess your favorite world. Let, let's let's go right there. 
That's a, okay. Um. Oh shit, that is very good. Why do you think? I've, I know. I know a few of mine. I'll Why don't you go for them. yours? Uh, I really like the pyramid level. Where oh, there's like where you the, go inside the pyramid. Yeah, eventually, but like you do the things outside of it first, and then that, you go. Oh, what is it called? It's like the. Hmm, I can't think of the name either. I can't there's, either. There's a star that you get from a vulture that's flying. The desert one. You have yeah. to go onto all four pillars for one yep. of them. And then that also breaks the top of the pyramid, which lets yep. you go inside of it. And then you fight that cool boss that's the hands with the eyes. I love that boss. That's I didn't get cool to it on thing. my uh, most recent playthrough. Yeah. I didn't do that yet. That's a really fucking cool boss. I remember that being like, I remember what the that fuck boss. Is this? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I don't like that desert. I don't like that desert I know, level. I know a lot of people don't. I think the music's cool too because it's this really weird distorted. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, it's like it's it's out of time mm-hmm. and it's like off chords and it's it's very weird and almost trippy and it's a very cool. It level. is very trippy. Trippy yeah. is a good word. It's yeah. like uh, the Doors. Yes, yes. Play in the background, just a solo for ten minutes on loop. It's great. That was a really. I love cool the one. sound. The soundtrack. For all, most all of these levels are great, but like that one specifically, like I love and I notice it too. I'm like, this is so cool. And another one that I love a lot of it because of the soundtrack, but also it's just cool is the sunken ship one. Dire Dire Docks. Yes. Yeah, I was with the eel. Yeah. And that that fucking music is cool. Uh, it's very like serene, it's relaxing. Yeah. It's the most. I listen. I have like a a work playlist, and that song is always in. Really? It because it's just it's so meditative. Like yeah. I love that song. It's it's and that level is fucking cool too because the way the level moves around, the ship raising and the weird secret cannon shot you have to make on that one pillar. Like I love that level. And the fucking giant eel that was terrifying. That's at the bottom of this fucking deep thing that you swim down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He scared the shit out of me as a kid, and I still he like did. to mess with him. Yeah. I was trying to think. I was like, ah, Banjo-Kazooie's Waterworld, I think, freaked me out much more, but that was later. Okay. But I think up until then, yeah, it was probably Mario. It was pretty creepy, man. Mm, for sure. For sure. All right. So uh, I've got a controversial one that I love. <laughs> Uh, and I didn't know I loved it until this second playthrough. Okay. The lava level. Yeah. Where you go into the volcano in the middle and you have to push the bullies off. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, it clicked with me. Like, I remember hating this level and spending so much time in it as a kid. And now I'm, like, maybe rethinking. It's like, maybe I spent so much time because I liked it. Because, like, I love doing the turtle shell riding in this level now. And getting those fucking shell. coins. Yeah. It's fun it's fun it's one of the the 100 coins coin ones i actually think is probably one of the easier ones to get and it is it's fun i think the stars you get are all varied i I dig that level it could be frustrating i'm sure but uh i like what i like about the turtle shell coming back to that is that it's very it's high risk because like if you hit anything it's gone yeah but it also it makes you want to be risky with it because it's like... It gives you a thrill. You're not showing off for anybody but yourself. But at the same time, it's like, oh, man, I got so close to that wall and it was tight because I didn't hit it. And uh-huh. Like Mario kind of like puts his hand down when you do a tight turn. Like he's, It's like those people riding the motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool, man. It's it's neat. It's those little touches, man. It makes this game come alive. Even today, Like I still think it has like a lot of life and kind of 
personality to it, even though it's like the old 64 blocky graphics, like it's still, I think has some cool art directions and some neat touches to it. But, um, another level that I really, really dig is the, you're trying to think I had it. Yeah. And I lost it. So I'm trying to really stretch this out Okay. and I got it again. Okay. It's the big little, the, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which again, like, I think I like, I think this level frustrated me a lot as a dumb, dumb kid yeah. because I didn't understand the dynamics between the two as well as I do now. This is also uh, like a throwback to that Super Mario 3. Oh, know? yeah, it is. It Where is kind of. like the giant Koopas and Goombas. And... Yeah. This one felt very puzzly. I think this is, this is like the brilliance of Mario 64 is like, that was like one of the first 3D platformers and they could have just got by like a, like a Bubsy 3D or jumping flash, you know, it's just like platforms jump to that. It's far, get it. But like the level of complex puzzles and like having to go between like the big and small to get into like, like the coast area, you have to be small and do stuff there to get big helps you get up to the top. But that's like, that's another one too, where like every star feels like there's a lot to do and it's very very different it's you very get the turtle race varied you yeah. fight the caterpillar at some point in it like that's oh, yeah. on the wall like there's a wiggler. lot of cool things yeah wiggler yeah that's it it's it. a wiggler that's what it is uh-huh but i think that level is like super genius and i did not appreciate it as a dumb kid because like this is fucking hard i like to jump and mm. now i just i i love this level i tell you the as a kid the one that was like that for me, which is not the two obvious ones, which is TikTok Clock and the fucking Cloud Road one, whatever. Rainbow, that one is. the Rainbow Carpet, Magic Carpet Ride yeah. one. I don't know what it's called, but I yeah. Hated both those, but I also hated um, the one with like the flooded city with the the things skating around. Yeah, on it. I hated that one as a kid because I didn't get it. I like it a lot now. Do you? I did. I it liked was okay it much for better. Me. I think I still had just some hardcore mm-hmm. animosity on this playthrough and i was like oh man i i found myself really digging it but i hated it as a kid and i think i maybe like only ever got two stars and i, I was like I fucking let's go much. somewhere else yeah. i don't like this i don't like having to use those things that flip you up i i didn't like it but i appreciated the puzzles more now like going okay. into that secret area with the eight red coins and like the ha- little little castle town yeah it's pretty neat i think it's it's kind of clever uh there's one that I think is lazy and I fucking hate. I hate this uh, level. A world? Yes. Okay. And it's not because it's difficult. Like TikTok clock and that rainbow magic carpet ride one. Those are tough. I kind of appreciate the artistry behind them. They have some good ideas. TikTok clock that you can freeze time. Yeah. yeah. Fucking brilliant. It's just really fucking hard and demanding. But you can go fuck off a cliff. Whatever that one is where you get the metal Mario cap on. That is just like, like the, the random fucking rooms where you have to there like the start of it's you're on a platform and then you have a, the branching pathways. It's like the dark caverns one. Oh, the one where you could ride Dory. Which yes, yeah. Fuck that level. Yeah, I hate that level. That's yeah. one I look at artistically. I'm like, what are you even going for here? Just like shit pile. Like it's it's all browns and dark gray it's like colors. Like and and it's all separated into different rooms like there's no real flow to the level structure i fucking hate that that might be 
my least favorite Mario level in a Mario game. I hate that really? level that now. Bad. Yeah, I, I that's the one this time where it's like I got that Dory star and I got the the metal cap and I was like fuck you peace I'm out like I'm, I'm never gonna touch never touching you again. Ah, uh, did you explore the outside castle grounds a lot as a kid or this time? I I didn't not do as much this time. I did as a kid. As a kid, and yeah, I definitely did. You do the the right by the castle, the jump, 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 yeah, jump, where you jump can get to skip up to, to get the, to Yoshi. To the roof. Well, yeah. Yoshi's not there yet. Oh, okay. I never was able yeah. to do it. That's I was gonna say. I spent no, wait, I hours think, trying to. Maybe Yoshi is there, but he doesn't give you what he gives you if you have a hundred and twenty. Oh, so he's like, hey, you cheater. <laughs> I can't remember what it is now. I didn't do it this game either. But I remember doing it as a kid. Yeah. I was never able to pull it off. I tried, and I was like, well, fuck, I'll just never see Yoshi, I guess. I don't care. This Nintendo Power image is all I have. Yeah. This fucking one-inch-by-one-inch one fucking picture. God damn it. That's all I had for a long time, too. I'm pain, <laughs> brother. Um, did you, on this playthrough, or as a kid, throw the penguin's baby off the cliff? <laughs> no, what happened? What? You've never done that? I've never I done do that this. every time. She gets pissed at you. No shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> she gets pissed and she all like runs up to you and she's pushing you all around. Oh, it's great. I, I love that you have the fake baby at the top. Yeah. Or no, that? right next to her. What is You that? have to carry the baby yeah. all the way down, but if you get the one that's closer, she's like, That's not my baby. How dare you? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the I love the slides in that game, like those slide races. There's like three or four. I know of three for sure, but okay, I could have it. missed one on this recent playthrough. I thought there's there were the more. One, there's yes. the secret one for Princess Peach's castle. Uh -huh. And then there's one in the mountain one with the big mushrooms that you jump on, yeah. I think. Okay. okay. I know for sure. There might be more. I fucking don't remember. I don't remember all the secrets when I played it most recently. Um, but, like, I love those. I, I like. I would be tempted to say that Ice World's my one of my favorites. Really? Just for that fucking penguin race and everything. Like, I love that. I have a hard problem with Ice World because that music... I don't even curate. remember the music. Or maybe now. I'm just remembering the the race music. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. I like the second Ice World a lot. With I do too. The you, big snowman who blows on you. Th that guy, and then you have the the dudes that when you jump on them, Mario <laughs> flips up and spins. It took me forever to remember how to get over there this one time. Yeah. I forgot all about that, and yeah. I had to look it up. I was like. How the fuck do you get over there to get that coin? Yeah. And they're like, jump on the thing. I was like, fucking, of course. Of I'm course. a goddamn idiot. Where's uh, the clip? I'm going to uh, throw uh, myself <laughs> off of it. I, I like that level a lot. Um, I did too. I really enjoyed it. And then you have that little ice igloo with like the maze where you have to use yeah. the invisible cap. Yeah. That's a smart fucking level. Yeah, I really dug it. This that was time. like high point. Because mm -hmm. it uses a lot of the skills that you've learned throughout the game. Really, it does. Yeah, I I love that level. I also, man, I think probably honestly my favorite level is Bob on Battlefield. It's, I mean, it's the easy one to say, but yeah, man, I think it's that one or even um, I really like what Womp's Fortress, yeah. the next one. Yeah, I think that one's a solid is it one Womp too. Or is it Thwomp? It might be Thwomp in I that game or Stomp or I something. I think they're Thwomp. Uh. I don't know. Mario names are dumb. They are. But speaking of that one changes. You get the castle after you fight him dumb. to climb up on those. I think both of those first two levels are dope. Not even dumb. Uh, I really here. Let me let me phrase it this uh -oh. way. Oh yeah. Did you ever get scared of the piano in Boo's Mansion? 
I mean, it's like scared in a jump scare yeah. way. Yeah. Where like, like, yeah, it got me. Yeah. I remember like <laughs> even when I was a kid and I after I it scared the fuck out of me the first time, and then all my subsequent playthroughs like. Did you avoid it? I don't avoid, but you like creep up trying to get the coin behind it, and you know what's gonna happen. And I remember moving Mario real slow, and still every time fucking creep me out <laughs> and it just goes crazy and it's got those teeth and i'm like oh my god just yeah. fucking get out of here that was uh it took me a while to figure out how to get the goddamn booze again yeah it i had to look that one up again because i was like how the fuck do i get into the boo mansion like i know it's fucking here yeah he's out in that courtyard that was one um after we went through shadows of the empire me and my mom kind of had like a Mario 64 race. Like we started playing at the same time and we compare like how we were on stars and she, Aww, and that's awesome. I, it was great. Like my mom immediately stops gaming as soon as two analog sticks come in. Yeah. So like this was the end of it was the 64. That's One when she stopped. analog stick was my mom's. Yeah. That she, was the like, limit. Once it moved away from D-pad Mario jumping, she was yep. out. Yep. Same with my mom. So it was real sad, but uh, we would, we'd have races and we'd be like, yeah, how many stars you got? I got this many. I was like, Oh man, you're beating me, Mom. I gotta get into it. But like, she got the Boo Mansion first, and she was talking about it. I was like, "Where's this?" And I was like, "She was like the gaming guru. I was like, you must teach me. Like, you know something. And like, I remember as like again, dumb little fat kid Ryan was just like, "I've never respected you more, Mom. How'd you find this ghost castle in this stupid best, game?" Uh, I remember also as a kid, even after I got the star from him. I spent a lot of time chasing and catching the rabbit in the basement. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's crafty, man. Uh Uh-huh. It takes work to get that little bastard. It does. He is hard. And I, like, um, the one thing, how how did you play through the most recent time? What kind of controller? On the 64. You did the straight 64? Yeah. So on the Wii U, uh, that thumbstick is fantastic, and it makes playing the game a lot easier. Really? And I still had a fucking hard time getting that goddamn rabbit. Like, I was having no problem doing, like, all of the walks. Like, I didn't have to tiptoe on, like, the thin, narrow boards anymore. Like, I was pretty good. I still couldn't get that fucking rabbit. It was, like, 20 minutes, and Laura's like, why are you just chasing that rabbit? I'm like, it gives you a star. I like, I promise. Like, it's I'm not going crazy. Like, it gives Leave you a me star. Alone, wife. I know <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I did as a kid too. Like, just I would constantly get that fucking black empty star yeah. several times because it was just fun. fun. Yeah. Again, I but, missed when games you could just do the stupid shit and explore, and it was fun. Just and do what you want. God. I I wish, and this is this is why Mario Odyssey is like so high for me because it brought that back. It yeah. brought that feeling back where I was like, I want to explore everything in this game. Yes, I did too, man. Yeah. Um, what about the boss fights in this game? So we've talked about hmm. <laughs> the hand guy. There's Wiggler. What else oh, yeah. is there? I mean, outside uh, of the big one. The you the bomb the king bomb oh, where Bob-omb. you have to grab him and throw him and he is cool because again he's teaching you early mm-hmm. the mechanics for the Bowser fight later really is though some of those Bowser fights like fuck you with how precise you have to be in hitting those mines yes like, god damn it like I that final fight took the so long the, the floor falls out into yeah the of the it, star. it wasn't it wasn't hard. But it was a fucking long fight because I couldn't just get that aim down exactly right. I also remember thinking as a kid, 
like how they do the endless staircase is the coolest fucking thing. All of the fake outs. Like when you go into that mirror that stops you oh. dead in your track and then you fall through the yeah. floor. I love these Bowser tricks in the castle. Dude, I even just like going into every painting and the way that it ripples like water was <sighs> like best. so mind blowing. What was your favorite way to enter paintings? Did you have a certain way? Uh, my favorite one, I don't... Holy shit, I just remember, too, the fucking water one. Which one? The one with the flooded town. The water is dependent on where you enter the fucking painting. Yeah. So if you go in at the bottom, the water's low, and if you flip up to the top, the water's... Holy shit! I forgot all about that. The game is brilliant. That second ice roll we don't talk about is hidden in a mirror. Like you have to see the painting in a mirror. Yeah. Because if you look in the real world, it's, it's not there. A blank wall. This game and is the fucking smartest Mario game we've had since or, or until Odyssey. Like and not only the in betweens are nowhere near as clever. Not only do you see the painting in the mirror, but you see fucking Laiku following you with a camera. Which is the best use of a camera ever. Like, yeah. you actually have, like, a pl- NPC controlling the camera, and you get shades of that several times. I, oh, I fucking love this game. I, I love this game. Like, there are really, some frustrations, really, but I love really this game. I really enjoyed playing through it for yeah. this thing, so... The the graphics don't I, they're blocky they're kind of rough now. Gameplay it, holds up a billion times. It is, and yeah. it's so smart. It's so smart. It's so smart. I if love you this guys. Game. Somehow listen to this, and you're not a member of the Retro Video Game of the Month Club. Send us a message, and we'll we'll get you invited to it. Or oh whatever. yeah, absolutely. You should really take part in this because man, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and kudos again to you. Steve and Michael of Facebook for putting this all together. Yeah. It's a really fucking cool time, man. Well, um, uh, sweet in the pot here, you know, just to further incentivize you motherfuckers to join the club, right now all you have to do is talk about your favorite retro video game memory. Yeah. And you're entered into a chance to win a GameStop $20 gift card. That's pretty dope. So you should do that. Something, I'm sure. Yeah. Wiping your um, butt. <laughs> I guess let's let's go ahead and wrap this up unless you have anything else you, you no. really want to bring up. No, I think we covered um, a lot of it. Ryan, I want to know on a scale of one to ten stars. Ooh, okay. What you would rate Mario sixty four. Oh, this is a tough one. Uh because I always want what ethics and journalism. Uh I want objective criticism. But like, I don't know, there's still like dumb fat kid 13 year old ryan in here who's like motherfucker give it 10 stars scooch yeah. the mooches because he just saw dogma so he, like he's really into, he's really into jay he booty. loves jay Who right now love jay? Uh, <laughs> but uh i don't know it's between 9 and 10 like i want to say 10 because of nostalgia but right if you're going into it again there's some shit there's some not great levels but then there are some really really brilliant things they do here that like no other platformer on the 64 did and this was the first this is one of the first platformers and it did it better that's the craziest thing it's such a pioneer and still by so many games is untouchable it's a gold standard in this modern era there are so many games that fall so short of mario fucking 64 are you kidding me a game How that's are you still 20 year old. This, 20, this game is fucking legal. It's 21. Yeah. 21 this, years old. This game has showed you how to do it 21 years ago, and you're still Jesus. fucking it up. 
there's no hope for you as a game developer. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Agreed. So Agreed. You, are you going with nine? Let's split the difference and go nine and a half stars. Okay. Nine and a half stars. I'm what about very, you, sir? I'm very close to you. I'm, I'm a solid nine. All right. I, I think this game is fucking fantastic. Uh, it weathers all storms you can throw at it. I think so. It's, uh, it, it's still a blast to play, even yeah. at 33 years old for me. Uh, I I don't know how much of that is still nostalgia and just reliving shit. I don't know. It might be. What my it might be, but I'm with you. About it. I would like to do that experiment oh, on shit. them to see, like, hey, what do you guys think of Mario 64? How old are your niece and nephew? Uh, my niece just turned nine today. Okay. And huh. my nephew is five. Happy birthday, niecey. Yeah. So I would like to see how yeah. they... I think she would do better because she's a bigger kid. Sure. Uh, he would wait till maybe a little more applicable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how they would hold up to that and wh- how it yeah. impacts the children of today. I think it would crush my soul to hear like these kids just be like... This game sucks. Where's my pickaxe to Where, break blocks? <laughs> where's Fortnite so I That's can it. do the dance? What? This sucks. When she, do you get she, guns? <laughs> she does love Fortnite. Does she really? Oh, man. She can do one of the dances from it, like, flawlessly. I don't even I, fucking, I don't even know what the dance is. I played that game, like, three matches. I hate it, I was like, it's build fine. all the shit. It's a clunky, clunky way to build. I never got into it. I was like, I'm not going to learn it. I'll just, you know, I'll stick with... Whatever else. Fortnite, you got nothing on Mario 64, you fucking garbage. That's right. That's how you know we're old, because Mario 64 is better than Fortnite. Uh, Fuck you, eat my ass, you fucking suck. That's right. Anyway. Piece of my gray pubes. <laughs> um, I got really nothing else to say, buddy. I mean, this is a pretty yeah. good episode. I just said gray pubes, so it's a good time yeah. to end this episode. Yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. We're, we're kind of holding this out of rest. I will say... Uh, fuck you, everybody else. Ryan and I have a big date tomorrow to go see <gasps> we do. Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. And uh, I'm popping my IMAX cherry. You are. I'm very fucking stoked on this. There could not be a better movie to bust that cherry to. Yeah, I mean, I'm tempted to give you a hand job just to like really push into that experience. <laughs> but I don't think uh, the movie, the the big frame, it's going to give you a hand job all of itself. Like It's, it's going to be, be tight, like, man. Listen to my bass. Look at my four stories. It's gonna be fucking great, man. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, so excited. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And uh, anyways, yeah. Thank you, Stephen Michael, for putting the inspiration to this episode together. Absolutely. Uh, thank you to anybody who has ever listened to this show at any point. Yeah. And uh, you know, Allison Mack, call me, girl. <laughs> With that one phone call a month, you get. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> uh, you can brand your initials into my genitals. I'll tell you that. Oof. That's a, a painful conjugal visit. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'll do it, girl. Dude. Just call me up. Anyways, guys, I am Kyle. I'm Ryan. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. <laughs>